ride, baby. Worldwide, you know what I'm saying? All over the planet. All over the planet. Lefto representing Brown's Wood. Hey, this is Freddy from Walking Up No Hey, what up? This is Pumpkin from Paris, friend. This is Austin Dr. from the Netherlands. Yo, yo, this is House Shoe. This is Chief of Killer Music. Check it out, so make a watch. This is Moose. You're checking out Ebo and Mizza on Soul Circle Radio. What up, everybody? This is Todd Black. I represent Detroit, Michigan. You are now tuned into DJ Mizza on Soul Circle Radio. Live worldwide. This is Miles Bond. Let's keep it rolling. DJ is wonderful. Peace and blessings. Welcome back. Soul Circle Radio in your ear hole, broadcasting live and direct here in Los Angeles. Want to send a big thank you to our special guest last week, Beach Chow, formerly known as Slaka the Beach Chow. What a phenomenal, phenomenal artist and human being. Thank you again, brother, for coming through. Today's special guest, we have the one and only Lost Midas of True Thoughts, just released his album, Undefined. And uh, he'll be here to talk about that as well as his new venture. So stick around. Tell a friend 12 to 2. Hit us up on this social media feed. Soul Circuit Radio is the handle. And uh, yeah, man. Got a lot of great music on the way, of course. Gonna venture into the... Hmm. What would you call it? Future soul? Future R&B? Yeah, man. Some of these amazing, young, talented producers out there, man. Killing the game right now. Um, So yeah, stick around. It's going to be a good one. Bloss Midas in a short bit. Thank you. 
listening to Soul Circle Radio on Frisian Radio Worldwide. We got some new news from my man Chris12. The Danish producer from Copenhagen dropped some newness exclusive his upcoming album. This one's called Crying for You featuring Rez. Yeah. 
man this is by Portugal the man and it's called feel it still a remix done by this super talented young producer by the name of medicine if you haven't heard of this kid look him up now keeping things moving soul circuit radio show 184 special guest lost Midas Let's get back into it.
is mine, but still I feel as if it isn't real. Sometimes the vibe is intercepted with a different feel. Her lips are painted with the finest brush, illustrated with the Midas touch, created from the highest love. A perfect picture that resonates in observant listener. Her lips are poisonous, but I will still enjoy this kiss. The windows to her soul are tinted when she lies in silence, trying to find the type of vibe that we could touch the sky with. Rose petals on the duvet cover, dreadlocks well I do to help you do recover when I'm This is Ian Ewing from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I love hummus because it's the nectar that fuels this bod. And you're listening to Soul Circle Radio. Yeah. 
Moi, that was Chaz Bundick, and uh, that was called Girl Like You off his new album, Boo Boo, just released. And then before that was Adia, Oh Goodness. The one before that was by my man Ian Ewing, Craft Draft Brewski Boys off the Chill Hop Essentials Summer 2017 compilation. And then before that was from this New Zealand singer, wonderful, wonderful artist, man. Just recently discovered this cat, Noah Slee off the uh, Majestic Casual label. That was called Lips, featuring Mellow Downs. And before that was Portugal, The Man, Feel It Still, a remix done by the incredible young and talented Medicine. Look him up, man. Wicked. Uh, this one in the back is by Little Dragon. Just dropped their new album as well uh, in April. This one's called High, off their album Season High. Let's get into it. Thank you. 
Bravo live and direct. You're listening to Ebo and Mizza on Soul Soaker Radio. We got some new news from one man. B Bravo connected with Riva DeVito. This one's called Masquerade.
some new music from Sanfa. It's called Reverse Faults off his uh, latest process. Take it back, right? 
Daydream by Medicine featuring Joba. So new music from Question Mellow Orange. It's called you know, Doobs. Uh, almost sure now, by now, that you know the lineup. We're gonna start off with Yeah. Yeah. 
question. Heading over to Spain, Solstress by the name of Sarah B. It's called Lay Down, produced by Eligas. Oh. 
So cold when we're 
man we got my man uh lost midas who's who's here with us today our special guest for show 184 uh we're gonna get into this new joint off his new album undefined this track here is called calipatria featuring his brother new trick what's up Mizza? if you guys tune in we got my man vibing out here with us in the hot seat let's let's play this joint yeah and then we'll get back and we'll cool. talk some more chop it up welcome it. man it's good to see you brother yeah great to see you too man Woo!
Cleopatra off my man's new album, which I need to uh, make a correction. It, the album is actually out. It's out now. It actually released on June 30th. I've been like sleeping. <laughs> Obviously, I don't have it, so I gotta go wake up, my get, man. I know. Gosh, it's all over. It's all over. It's worldwide, son. It is. Welcome, it is. my man. My man, Lost Midas, dude. Yo, it's been a up, minute. Mizza? It has, man. Yeah, man. He's been on the show quite a few times uh, in the past. Actually, this is probably his third That's third outing. Third. Yeah. Yeah. He's like family, dude. Oh yeah. It's great Welcome. to be back here. Welcome, this brother. New situation we got going on yeah, here. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about the, uh, the the ventilation up in here. Yeah, it's hot. We got the fan on. Maybe I should turn the fan off so you're not getting the fan. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's summer in L.A. Woo! It is summer in L.A. If you just tune in, we got the one and only Lost Midas here now. Yep. We just played uh, that cut off his new album called Calipatria. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the name of this song here. Quite interesting. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a town south of the Salton Sea in um, the desert of Southern California and um, a lot of the a lot of the non vocal tracks the instrumental tracks on the, on the record were inspired by places in Southern California were um, that inspired me yeah to create the music and a number of the places are just incredibly beautiful and kind of remind you of how small you are as a human sometimes and i think living in a in a city like los angeles we forget that yeah. we get kind of trapped in our own heads and we see all these people around us and we think the world is is the concrete and the palm trees and the and the hustle right and it's so much more than that so you go to visit these places out in the desert uh san jacinto san gregonio calipatria yeah man and um you just feel so small and insignificant and kind of brings that sense of presence and awareness back I that I think it's difficult to maintain sometimes in the city. Right, right. So the, a lot of the record was inspired by that kind of feeling. Nice, the record's man. called Undefined, mm -hmm. which at the time, that's how I was feeling about life and about a lot of things. Mm. Just I didn't know what was what. I'd, I had no definitions for things. That That's changed. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite in that, that space now, but, <laughs> but, but during the creation of the record, that's kind of where things were. Hey, that's cool, though, man. For me, you know? You're, so a lot of the album reflects that kind of feeling. Yeah, your creative spirit came out, indeed. But you've that's always right. kind of been that cat, man. I can tell by your, your sound and your music. You always had this very this spiritual electronic vibe that kind of <laughs> what's awesome, you know, that kind of tied in really well, man. And when you weave your music, man, it's... It's quite remarkable, man. Thanks, I appreciate that, man. This track here that was uh, that was with your brother, New Trick, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, speak on that, man, because this cat's been he's he's kind of on the low. He is but man. super wicked with with the uh, drumming, man. I've seen him live or on, on YouTube and whatnot, man. The cat got down, dude. Yes, he does. I you know I really wish that he'd come out and release some more music. The dude makes music, yeah, man. every day, all the time. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it is. I've been encouraging him to just put that stuff out. Although he did do a remix of a, of, um, a Moon Boots track. I don't know if y'all are familiar yeah, with Moon, Moon Boots. Boots. Yeah, man. Uh, and he released Future. that on uh, the Injuna Deep label. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a real, real fresh remix. Hell yeah. Um, so he does have some stuff out there. Actually, that's under Nick Trakakis, not New Trick, but same, mm -hmm. same dude. Still, yeah. still the bro. Killing man, yeah man, doing his thing. So you guys been you guys been doing some things for quite some time. I mean, he's my brother. So since you know, <laughs> on the since uh, we were we lads, <laughs> I would think so. 
on the projects of all your albums that you put out, he's done a lot of collaborations with you. Yeah, man. Well, I really have to credit him to introducing me to the world of, of computer mm -hmm. production. You know, I, I came I came from the drumming world, right? Uh, playing in bands, and that's mm -hmm. kind of what I cared about for a long time. I didn't really care much about audio production, right? For years and years, was kind of a purist, an analog, analog snob, if you will. Like, mm -hmm. and I looked at my bro, was like, man, you just set up the mic, like, you know, <laughs> you just record this stuff. I'm the one actually playing the notes, you know. Uh, boy, was I wrong about that. Right. And uh, I think it came to a point where I just was interested enough and curious enough to explore what he was doing on the production side of things. Mm -hmm. So when we were coming up, my pops, he worked at Apple and was a proponent for uh, uh, home recording studios. So back in the late 90s, he built out a basement recording studio. We had a little Yamaha board. And my brother was the audio engineer, and I would set up my drum kit and bring in bands to record. And um, yeah, one thing led to another, and then suddenly um, my brother was like, yo, this is how you make a beat. And is this about the same time that like Flying Lotus, Cosmogramma was coming out? Maybe even before that, like the Los Angeles record. Mm -hmm. And I, of course I was inspired by what Dilla was doing and yeah. was, play was playing in a band that was kind of covering that style. So I was emulating what he was doing on the drums. Huh. It was just kind of a natural progression. And then suddenly, my bro was like, "Yo, you can you can do this on the computer. This is how they this is how they do it." You know. Just, so I, I include Nick Nutrick in a lot of the music that I do. Yeah. Because it kind of comes from from him first opening up Logic and so showing me how to how to sample. I think it was a Robert Fripp and Brian Eno record that I sampled nice. very first off vinyl mm. and through some some fat drum beats on that this is like in early 2011 yeah and i was hooked man i'm like nice i don't need the drum kit i just need my computer thanks bro <laughs> <laughs> and anyways lost midas kind of came out of that yeah. little history lesson yeah. there so if you tune in we got our special guest lost my show 184 live and direct here in los angeles yes man yeah man i think it was definitely like and you talking about how you came up with the name of the album undefined i definitely think it kind of go coincide with um the first record off the course mm -hmm. so it seemed like you had to go off the course to get to where you were now you know with this record um do, do you want to talk about the the collaborations that you've done on this next record i know you had like a harpist right on yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Ja Jacqueline Ehrlich, the two was the harpist. There's uh, two singers. Yeah, Josh, Josh Wood, and Rachel Geller, or Josh goes by Callus Bell on the record. Um, both amazing human beings, tremendous musicians, collaborators. Um, I, I wanted to making a record by yourself uh, is really hard, <laughs> um, and having somebody on the outside kind of come in and lend their perspective, who's who you respect. Uh, was super helpful in making it happen on this album and I kind of wanted to branch out and explore songwriting um, I felt like I had kind of Explored the realm of in instrumental songwriting production and kind of wanted to expand lyrically and really investigate song form and structure and arrangement and writing songs with meaning and lyrics that kind of reflect what I was feeling and what I was going through. So Josh and Rachel brought that to the table in that they come from a more songwriting standpoint. Mm. Um, so it was a yin and yang collaboration in that I kind of brought a strong sense of production and they came with some tremendous lyrics and melodic ideas and the collaboration happened super organic. Nice. Uh, both Josh and Rachel were working at BMG, 
And uh, I've known Josh uh, for many, many years, and mm -hmm. he's a super talented vocalist, uh, songwriter, and producer in his own right. Mm -hmm. And uh, he kind of lends a pop-leaning uh, perspective to the music, which I was interested in exploring more of on this record, mm -hmm. uh, hence the collaborations. I like that, man. Yeah. Added some additional firepower. That's right. That's on, right. On this album, man. I can't wait to uh, sit down and dive into it, man. Listen to it from start to finish. I have to. Without stopping. That, that's, that's the that's idea. The that's idea. the only way to do it. It's <laughs> the only way to it's do it. It's only like 42 minutes, man. You yeah. can spare that. Got yeah. it. I'll do it while I'm... Uh, yeah. <laughs> while you're crib. driving. You can do it when you're driving. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. about the length of the time for me to get home. It's so. a driving album. It is, indeed. That's what I Okay, I'll check it out, man. Big ups to you, brother. So tell us a little bit about the uh, other than how you've incorporated these live musicians and whatnot have you continued to still use a lot of the um, computer the software base stuff to make a lot of your music or are you still kind of both with the analog as well as the computer software the record's a good mix of both mm -hmm. I think a lot of software instruments were used in samples mm -hmm. um, but then again I do have a nice collection of analog synthesizers and it's just it would be a shame not to use them. Synthesizers. 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 Calipatria, that's essentially all Moog right there. That's wicked. Just layered upon layer of Moog Voyager. And a little fatty, I think, is in there, too, for some of the melodic bits. Crazy. Yeah, so it's a hybrid of the two. I kind of began producing music on the computer to avoid the analog, in a sense. Um just to challenge myself mm -hmm. to create music that's not restricted by the bounds of let's say a physical drum kit or a guitar um and where you can kind of throw music theory out the door and invite this whole world of sound design like you know what i'm saying yeah oh yeah how, how do you Definitely. describe those sounds i mean i'm sure there's some sort of interesting um, uh, academic way of yeah. <laughs> des describing like a blip and a bleep and a bloop or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's a whole other realm. It is. It really is. And, and it's, I, I think with yours, you can hear that kind of spiritual side of of what it goes into of creating a sound, creating that. And uh, you talking about the of what was your inspiration of um, the desert kind of? Yeah, the desert is such a self-reflective, cerebral kind of place a man can sit and think and ponder reality and existence when out there in the middle of joshua tree <laughs> yeah, for sure. you know um and i think that is kind of a uh, that's definitely a reflection reflection of the kind of guy that i am and i think that comes out in the music for sure. yeah definitely man. um or at least that's what i i no. hope comes across no, no, yeah definitely. You def definitely definitely um, are you going to be going on tour for this album? Or? I'm, I'm afraid not, my man. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a Frank Ocean on this record. <laughs> yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually in the midst of building a, a tech startup. So that's taking up about all of my time. Mm -hmm. um, although I'm still making music and producing music, mm -hmm. I'm actually scoring um, a Netflix original series right now, what? which is super exciting. It's a show wow. called We Speak Dance. It's currently in production, um, so no dates on when it's going to be coming out. But yeah, that's, that's been a really exciting venture to work on. Kind uh, of is that under Las Midas? No, no, that, that's just under your. That's just under under my name. Cool. Got it. Um, as as music supervisor and composer. Mm -hmm. Wow, um, that's huge, man! Congrats. Sweet, man. Thank that's you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of occupying my time. I think, 
in my formative years, I was playing gigs like five yeah. nights a week and traveling all over and doing the hustle. And uh, these days, I feel very comfortable in the recording studio, mm-hmm. um, behind the boards or behind the keyboards, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Uh, which is where I really like things to kind of be at. I'd like to get out and play some shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you should. I've been there's there's been a couple of things in the works. Um, where I wouldn't be as lost Midas, but I'd be up on stage supporting some of the homies who mm-hmm. have a much larger fan base than myself. So we'll see. Nah, man. <laughs> we'll see what happens with it's that. Not a true thought, man. True thought. It's great. Like, when they put out some, I mean, just. Oh, they're amazing, man. Yeah, how is it working with them now, man? I mean, it's been some time now. You've been putting out a couple records with them. How how has the relationship been for you? Oh, it's been wonderful. Uh, there are just some remarkable people there. They've been incredibly supportive. Um, when I got signed, I didn't have much cred under my belt as a producer. They kind of hedged a bet on me mm. and and saw the potential. And I think sometimes that's what a young artist need. What a young artist needs is is someone who's who can believe in your potential mm-hmm. and can provide the platform to really challenge you to make great art. And kind of whenever I first signed the 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 deal with True Thoughts, mm-hmm. my first. The first thought that I had, actually, the, the true first thought that I had was like, oh, damn, now I got to make a record? <laughs> That's, how Not does real, that, huh? how yeah. does that work? Yeah. So it, it was a huge learning curve. How old were you then? Uh, well, not super young. I think I was like 30. Okay. okay. I think when I... That's yeah, cool, though, man. Like Come that. on, man. That's true thought. Signing your 29, deal. Dude, 30. that's awesome. <laughs> Regardless of what age, man, it's, that's really wicked, man. Yeah, well, it's yeah, young in terms of my skills as a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really allowed me a platform and had some faith in what I was able to do, and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. It's been a wonderful experience now, almost five years, four years later. So pretty, pretty cool. Now that says yeah. a lot because that is a rarity today. You know, when you work with indie labels, you know, what I mean, usually it's just an album, and that's it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's it's nice to see that there's some uh, continuity. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, we did two two EPs and mm-hmm. then two full lengths. Yeah. Um, which is which is a lot of music. Yeah. Um, it's awesome, man. How many how many tracks are on this this one? There's, there's ele- a bit. Eleven, oh, okay. 11, 11 songs nice. on this record. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I wrote maybe good number. maybe a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> there were quite a few that didn't make the cut mm-hmm. um, for various reasons. Gotcha. Yeah, man, it's been super cool just kind of seeing your progression, and um, you know, we've 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 definitely been there, and you know, definitely coming to your studio and just listening to the babies as they were, you know. Just oh, you guys are OG. <laughs> are, you, are you over there still? Over in uh, downtown? Downtown the, area? No, no, I haven't been there. I just I remember you told us it was like in a creative space, right? And that's, that's right, a creative loft space. That's ill, um, man. Yeah, right on Fourth uh, and Mission in the uh-huh. Art, Arts District. We were there for about eight years. Wow. And recently moved the studio to Highland Park. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, have a, a larger space there. Dope. Brand new desk, bunch nice. of fancy monitors. Mm. It's pretty sweet. It's been under construction for some time now. You know how it goes. Those things take time to build out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially when they're essentially self-funded. Is, who was it that was it Ben? Yeah. Ben, who owned the... The homie Ben. Does he, still, does he still own that spot? He's there. Yeah, he's oh, still nice. there. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's still doing his thing. I, I moved to uh, 
uh, I got a house in Highland Park. Yeah. Which has a, a a nice a nice garage space. Nice. So at that time, it seemed to make sense to just move in the studio there and yeah. kind of build that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, what I did. that's pretty exciting to have that down downstairs in the basement. Nice. Um, so good vibes. Mad convenient. Highland Park. How are you liking it out here now, man? Because you're originally from the East Coast, right? I am, man. I'm from Boston. Yeah. Originally, so, but I've been Boston. out here. Boston. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not going to do the accent. He's, I'm he not that have good no at accent. it. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> he's, he's a he's an <laughs> LA native, man. I'm actually from Worcester, Mass, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, I say Boston, but it's like 45 minutes okay. outside of Boston. No one, well, some people know about it. Worcester. <laughs> I have no idea where that's at. That's okay, man. You <laughs> I have no idea where that's you at. Don't, you don't that's need far. to go there. No one needs to Why? go there. Really? Nah, I've never been to Boston in general. Right. So. Boston's a great city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love Boston, but it ain't no LA. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the Celtic. That's it. That's it. I'm just gonna put that on. Yeah, man. Are you a Celtics fan, by the way? No, n- no, no, offen- no offense taken, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a bandwagon fan. I mean, <laughs> listen, listen. You get me in a room full of, Bo- uh, full of Bostonians, like yeah. you know, I'm all about Mr. Tom Brady. But <laughs> right, right. aside from that, I really could Not care less. It. My brother, actually, who we've been talking about, that uh-huh. dude, that dude bleeds green. So oh, okay. that's what's up. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> He's all like, whatever. I'm like, cool. Yeah. He's all trying to talk to me about the draft. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know who these names let's are. Let's make some music. Man, yeah, let's, let's go up? make some music in the studio we got. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've been in L.A. for like six years now. Yeah. It's been My amazing. brother's been in L.A. for about nine. Okay. My folks moved out about four years ago. They live in Palm Springs area. So okay, this is home. Yeah. yeah. This is where yeah. my family's at. You know, my bro's my bro's kid, mm-hmm. Taya. She's eight. Oh, word. Okay. She's born and raised here. So... Yeah, you know, man. we're transplants, but native transplants. Yeah, indeed. You know what I mean? Some dope ones. Um, Thank you. We were having a conversation before we got on about your new venture that you're talking about with, you know, Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. He briefly mentioned that earlier. Yeah. You yeah, want to yeah, speak man. on that for a little bit? And yeah, sure. Um, I've co-founded a startup called Hello Segoy, mm-hmm. which is an event ticketing platform built on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, it is a decentralized ticketing platform, which will essentially enable event promoters to track the life cycle of a ticket from the primary sale all the way to validation at the door. Mm-hmm. So we can reduce the fees for the customer, which are now upwards of 25 to 50% of face value. No one likes paying that. Do you guys like paying that? Convenience <laughs> fee? Convenient for who? <laughs> right? I call them inconvenience fees. So Indeed. we're able to reduce those by roughly 75% of what you would normally pay Mm -hmm. through your ticketing platform. Uh, We're able to recapture the value of the secondary market, which is an essential uh, leaky bucket, uh, leaking roughly $5 billion a year that go into the pockets of the scalpers. $5 billion. Crazy, right? In some reports that I've read, upwards of $10 billion gets essentially lost, or the value is captured and funneled not back to the value creators, but into the pockets of the scalpers. Well, our technology is able to uh, funnel that back to the artists and the promoters. Um, And also, uh, security and verification of the ticket is inherent to the blockchain. And no more showing up at the door having purchased a ticket off StubHub or Craigslist. Mm -hmm. That's fake. Um, That may have happened to yourselves or someone that you know. And um, yeah, so we're we're trying to mitigate those problems and create a platform where artists can sell directly to fans without any intermediaries. We kind of facilitate the 
the smart contracts, which is a really interesting value proposition of the Ethereum blockchain. So think of it as the ability to program rules into the ticket or into money, programmable money, which says this is how much it can be sold for. These are this is how many times it can change hands um, and whatever uh, transactional revenues are generated can get funneled back to the value creators. Um, on the high level, what we're trying to do is create a new economy for artists so that they can make a fair wage providing the value that they do, which right now is very difficult to measure. And I think many consumers yeah. take that for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, although the industry has, I believe last year was their first year kind of bouncing back in many, many, many years uh, in terms of uh, revenues. Or there was some revenue growth in 2016, largely due to streaming mm-hmm. platforms like Spotify and right. Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a temporary fix and not the solution. Right. And leveraging the blockchain to um, kind of reinvent the way in which artists get paid Pretty is a right. really interesting solution. And coming from the music world and having been on labels and producing music for TV shows, movies, commercials... Um, original music, mm-hmm. I can identify with the pain of seeing my royalty statements come through. And <laughs> there's all these black boxes that obscure. There's no yeah. transparency. Yeah. yeah and, the, and the blockchain offers transparency. So you can see the hands and the, the addresses to which that money is being sent and received and how much. And it happens in real time. So there's no waiting around for a year to get paid for a license. Um, so there's a lot of problems in yeah. the industry. And, you know, it's... Uh, a, a funny statement, but true, that the music industry is about just ahead of the Amish in terms of the adoption <laughs> of new technologies. Yeah. So I think what we need to change, and I think the state of the industry is really interesting right now, and uh, something that I've been fascinated by for many, many years. So when I met my co-founder who was exploring blockchain technologies, I did some research on my own to find out how can you leverage this digital asset creation, mm-hmm. these cryptocurrencies. Uh, to help solve some of the problems that we face as artists, as content creators, as as um, as people sharing our experiences with the world, our, our, our self-expression with the world. How do you measure that? How do you capture that value? Well, blockchain seemed like a silver bullet for a lot of these, uh, a silver bullet solution, albeit a very new and experimental and speculative one, but certainly one pursuing. So that's kind of what my startup is doing, is exploring these decentralized technologies Mm -hmm. uh, in hopes of getting artists paid a fair wage for Mm -hmm. the value they create. Damn it. Um, Peer-to-peer payment. That's right, man. We become our own banks. Mm -hmm. Um, Essentially, at the highest level, blockchain technology enables us to transfer digital assets over the internet Mm -hmm. without any intermediaries. Damn. No central governments, no banks, no corporations. Um, We, the people, control Mm. what we send, how much, to whom. Um, It is... A brave new world we are embarking upon. It's very, very new. It's embryonic. Mm -hmm. A lot of us in the space are kind of (laughs) crazy. But I think want to see the world change for the better. Indeed, man. And money tends to be what keeps things the way that they are. Um, Not policy, not uh, verbal influence, but monetary incentivization. And so if we can create a new system that incentivizes positivity and love and unity and collaboration and consensus and, and true democracy, 
that's really going to change everything, not just the music industry, but any kind of industry. It's crazy, man. Yeah, so we are entering Ooh. the age of the, the internet of value. Mm-hmm. We live in the internet of information, and we are moving to the internet of value, and that's kind of mm-hmm. what myself and my team and a number of us forward-thinking futurists are experimenting with leveraging this technology to try to bring it to the mainstream. Nice. So that's, that's kind of currently what I'm working on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in addition to a number of other things, um, but that kind of is my obsession. Right. Uh, at the moment, I can't. Um, I don't sleep at night. I'm just thinking about all just the possibilities working. with this working. Wow. Trying to yes. outreach with beautiful folks like yourself and get more people knowledgeable and aware that no, no, for the definitely. first time in human history, guys, we have a choice. Heck we yeah. have a choice. We don't need to use the systems that be. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. That's, no, that's what I'm mean, trying to bring to the world. That's yes. amazing, man. That's amazing. To to cut out the middleman, essentially. You know what I mean? Or at least not Just, take so much fees. That's right, man. You know what I mean? Away from, from cats who are deserving their, you know, their creation, you know? And that sucks. And you see it happen till this day. I mean, like, just by 100 degrees, you know what I mean? Like, these cats aren't getting nothing. No, they're not. And the value that they create in yeah. people's lives. Yeah. The soundtrack for a breakup or for <laughs> yeah. a first, a first right. kiss or for, it's I remedy, don't even know, it's a road remedy. trip it's, or something. like. I think it's funny when you get a million views because I think as an artist, that's something that you aspire for. You know, you, you want to get that million views. Ooh, you get a million views. Those 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 zeros, you know, and yeah, it's it felt so, good. so gratifying, you know? Yeah. You think, like, in your head, you know, that million, that, that number is going to correlate into a million dollars. Yeah. You know, a million people listen to this song right. a million times. Right. Four million times. Yeah. That's, you know, that should be four million dollars. Who's profiting? But in the end... That's what I'm saying. The, the, plot, <laughs> the platform is profiting. <laughs> Crazy, And right? these platforms, like YouTube and Spotify mm-hmm. and Apple Music, mm-hmm. they're centralized platforms mm-hmm. that take roughly 70% mm-hmm. of the cut out of whatever you're selling, whatever you're streaming. That makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Now, you cut out the centralization. You create a system that runs autonomously on top of a blockchain mm-hmm. where... Well, let's, let's break this down. Why do we have intermediaries? Well, they act as the trust. Like if you think of a bank, what is a bank but a database that logs transactions, right? Mizza sent $10 to Ebo, mm-hmm. who sent $5 to Jason. And they're just recording that. And as part of uh, keeping those records, uh, they take cuts mm-hmm. out of those transactions and they become the trusted third party. So if I want to send some money to you, Ebo, um, I'm not in charge of that process. I trust that the bank is going to do that and that they're, they're, they have my best interests in mind and they're going to send me, send you rather, the amount of money that I tell them to. Well, that's kind of the same thing as having a, a Spotify or a, a centralized mm-hmm. corporation sitting mm-hmm. in between taking cuts out of all those transactions. Mad cuts. Well, now we can build technologies that disintermediate those people. Where, let's say, for example, you upload some music to a platform like Ujo Music or mm-hmm. Jack or Dot Blockchain, and or Stem, for example, which are these really cool. Stem's not leveraging blockchain yet, although I think they're looking into it. Maybe I'm not sure. But you put your music up on these platforms, mm-hmm. and music supervisors who want to license that material can simply download that music, and 
inside the file are all of the people who contributed to that song, the percentages that they receive from those profits, mm -hmm. and then those people can get paid instantly. You can see those transactions, you can see where it's being played, where the money goes, and in full transparency, That's crazy. in an immutable database, mm -hmm. and, and the, uh, the blockchain is that trust layer. Mm -hmm. So that means that without the intermediaries there taking that cut, much more money can be generated as a result of that. It's crazy. And as the world moves towards streaming mm -hmm. and away from purchasing of physical CDs and vinyl and tapes, um, we, we live in this streaming world. Well, how do we monetize that? How do we get artists paid that million dollars for those million streams? Because mm -hmm. um, there ain't right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But it's, and it needs to change. Um, I mean, definitely what you were talking about before, like the music industry has always kind of been like this backwards thinking was, you know, from tape to CD or from vinyl to tape, from tape to CD and CD to the MP3. It was like this always this fear of like, oh, this is going to like, you know, ruin the industry like this. You know, once, you know, people go from the CD to the MP3, you know, we, we were never taught properly how to purchase music. Uh, our generation, this millennial generation. We were taught to download and steal music. That's how we were taught, and that's ba that's all on the music industry. Like right. if, when Napster came out, if they were embraced it and were like, "This new technology mm -hmm. teach you how to buy these songs and not sue you for downloading, stealing the music." Mm. And I think that's been the process. And what sounds like what you're talking about with kind of empowering artists um, with this new technology. It's at the forefront of what's happening now. Um, the music industry is going to be reluctant to take that on, but eventually, it's going to like it's going to change. Something's got to change. I think if enough intelligent, forward-thinking, technically-minded artists Have get on board with platforms like this, yeah. um, let me give you an example. Rack R A C. You guys know about him? No. He's he's a DJ. I think he's based up in Portland or uh, Portland, Oregon. Um, anyways, he recently announced, I think yesterday actually, that he's releasing his entire album on the Ethereum blockchain. This is largely an experiment. Imogen Heap did it with a single called hmm. Tiny Dancers on the Ujo platform. Um, if enough of these types of artists get on board or use a ticketing platform leveraging blockchain and Ethereum like what I'm building mm -hmm. and say, hey, world, check this out. Here's a way that we can all benefit. The fans can benefit, the artists can benefit, and we can grow together. And you can have all the music you want to listen to and the creators that are building those albums, creating those albums can make as much as they want and, and, and put it up on these platforms and have people actually download them, purchase them, um, listen to them and measure that value and get paid in a way that might not mean billionaire dollar status or mm -hmm. even millionaire dollar status, but enough to get by, enough so that the artists can wake up in the morning and do what they love to do and create. Mm -hmm. That's the world that I want to see. And we need people adopting these technologies, artists who have the cultural influence mm -hmm. to get their fans on board with these types of technologies. That's what's really going to help disseminate this to the masses. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm currently trying to work on, is speaking with a number of artist managers and getting them on board with the technology. Mm -hmm. Even if I can get in a room with them mm -hmm. and just yeah. show them the speculative promise of some of these technologies. Because granted, we are in the... 1993 it's equivalent to 93 as far as the internet is concerned um so 
there's some barriers to entry, and mm -hmm. it's it, the systems can get slow and can be bogged down, but. Look what happened to the internet, right? You know, back in the day, uh, we had static HTML, and you had to unplug your phone line into the modem, <laughs> and you know, we, the, the Instagram and Facebook and Spotify was not even on the imagination of some of these people, or maybe it was, but it was technically impossible. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where we are in the blockchain space right now. Um, but I think with more people using it, yeah. um, the incentives to, to get involved, the incentives for developers to build out some of these solutions that are currently making it difficult for people to wrap their minds around this technology mm -hmm. uh, those those problems are going to get solved yeah. um, and we just need more people to find out about where, where do you think is a good place for people to get educated about Bitcoin and blockchain um, there's a few websites um, blockgeeks.com that's uh, I think they're based out of Toronto this guy uh, Amir Rasik I do believe uh, blockgeeks.com is a great place um, I actually have a, a Medium page. Um, if you search Jason Robert on Medium, um, I, I put out a post called uh, Blockchain for... Uh, digital revolutionaries. I think that's what I called it. And it's a, a comprehensive list of resources that I gather and continue to update nice. for people who are interested in learning more about cryptocurrencies, decentralized technologies, blockchain, Ethereum. Um, it's not an intuitive technology, but I would argue is the airplane of the 21st century. Um, and could, could very well inextricably change everything if we choose to do so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and if I have any say in it, then I'm going to try to make that happen to the best of my ability because I truly believe in this technology and I truly believe in a world where artists get paid a fair wage. Indeed, man. You know, and, and for the many, many other uh, properties that the technology could help solve as or well. the industries it could help disrupt. Yeah, not only just music, right. Oh, yeah. yes, it's across the board. Um, it's crazy, man. I, I, I lead a meetup in downtown LA at uh, Cross Campus Co-working Space, mm -hmm. and uh, every two weeks we talk about use cases for technology for this technology mm -hmm. in Internet of Things, in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Our last one was on cannabis, which is really interesting, mm -hmm. talking about Potcoin and mm -hmm. you know how right now dispensaries in California, um, well, it's difficult for them to interface with banks mm -hmm. because although statewide recognized as legal uh, federal government still does not recognize mm -hmm. marijuana as being legal so these dispensaries become targets because they have lots of cash holdings mm -hmm. um, that puts people at risk that work there and if you had a digital currency that replaced the fiat or dollar bills that mm -hmm. they currently hold, well, then you get rid of those problems, <laughs> not to mention tracking the supply chain and the, mm -hmm. the, the, the type of strain that you get. So when you purchase something as a buyer, you can do the research into where that comes from, right. who grew it, if it is truly what they say, um, which will really help to regulate that, that medicine. Um, so there's just so many, so many applications for it. event ticketing. To me, seems like an obvious one. That's a good one too. Yeah. Um, coming from the the music world, mm -hmm. uh, but we're certainly interested in exploring yeah, all just, different kinds. I of just solutions. went to the Greek theater, and I think I spent <laughs> like twenty bucks. On it was the it was a thirty dollar <laughs> ticket, and I think I spent twenty dollars extra on the 
just there was a convenience fee or some other fee. Yeah. Inconvenience, like, man. Inconvenience. <laughs> Who wants to pay that? That's what it is. No, nobody does. No one. No one does. So we're kind of playing on that general hatred for the incumbents. I won't name any names, but <laughs> I think y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, right. And uh, we want to make it better for yeah. the for the fans, better for the artists, and better for the event creators and promoters. I like that, man. I like what you're doing, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. That's that's yeah, some courageous some stuff right there, and it's some, some love. Definitely forward-thinking ideas and people like you we definitely need man that's what's up i look forward to that man to that day man i'm gonna definitely look forward to it i think it will happen man i, I think i think so too man it's it growing happen. exponentially the meetup that we've I'm had sorry. i know it will happen yeah there there we go yeah, it's, speak it's it to about, existence you know what i mean it's about positive intent and mm-hmm. and and just um and belief and perhaps some reality distortion mm-hmm. uh you know but that's kind that's of what, what it, it takes to make a change mm-hmm. in the world and i think i can't myself as an educated uh young person in a beautiful city like like los angeles look around and see the the wealth disparity and the the mm-hmm. poverty and 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 just the way things are our borderline dystopian society mm-hmm. and think like oh i can't, i'm not going to do anything about it i'm just going to you know work my day-to-day job and just not think about it and go home it doesn't it doesn't affect me it doesn't bother me i it, it does you know most people may be able to kind of get away with that thinking i can't mm-hmm. so that's why we're so driven at our company hello segoy and the community at large mm-hmm. in terms of really helping people to see that we have an alternative and it doesn't need to be this way and that if you that the way the world is today was is it, the the standards that by which we live were created by people no more intelligent than ourselves and if you just poke at it a little bit something falls out the other side and then there's space for improvement that's all it is is a belief system and oftentimes the things that keep us from achieving those amazing goals are ourselves mm-hmm. that's it and it's it's difficult to get out of our own way there's yeah. fear there's change is difficult mm-hmm. and we like things to be stable and we don't we don't want to have targets put on ourselves and you become a target when you get up in front of a group of people right. with confidence and say there's a better way and this is the way mm-hmm. you know or i believe that this is the better way now understand what we're talking about here is largely speculative um and there are certainly a lot of holes that can be poked into the arguments that i'm making and i'm mm-hmm. fully aware of them mm-hmm. But I think there's enough there's enough traction to really make some cool things happen for the world, um, you know. As we now enter the age when I think we're going to see within the next five or ten years, science fiction become science reality. When you talk about virtual reality, mm-hmm. our, uh, augmented reality, artificial intelligences, machine learning, blockchain, um, all of these really amazing technologies, self-driving autonomous cars. Um, you know, it's it's, it's all going to happen. It's man. happening. I mean, it's Elon Musk there. is trying to uh, put man a man on Mars, and they're mm-hmm. they're deploying like I think twelve rockets this year. They've done ten, or I don't even know how many. Rockets I've been I've been waiting for that Back to the Future hoverboard since like <laughs> forever, man. Wasn't that supposed to happen a couple years ago? <laughs> Wasn't the date in the movie like 2012 or something like that? 2015. Yeah. Was it 2015? <laughs> no, yeah. that. And Chicago Cubs should have won the World Series as well. Yeah. Well, at least they. 
came out with the shoes though. Right? They did the shoes. The yeah. Nikes came out with those lace-up automatic lace-ups. They did. Well, Ebo, hey, my, my next startup will be <laughs> hoverboards. Hoverboards, just, just for you, just right? for you, Thanks, man. man. Thanks, yeah, man. who needs to reinvent the economy? No, we're just we need hoverboards. <laughs> we need hoverboards, bro. Yeah, it's, that, it's, that'll help the world true, be a better man. place, man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Uh, oh, dark side, man. Real talk, man. You're doing a great thing, brother. Keep up what you're doing. We're going to be following your progression, of course, in terms of music and this new project that you're doing. I mean, this is this is huge, man. And this you, can, man. if people wake up and which is what they need to do, this will change the world for the better, man. Indeed. We need to get educated, man. Indeed. We need to awaken our ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like you said, man. People get too too stagnant man they stay in the lane too much you know what i'm saying i mean it's good but at the there's same time wrong, there's nothing wrong right. with that but not, at the same time it's like hey if you're just gonna do and not consider on making a difference in some way it's gonna come at you you yeah. know eventually i think yeah that's right so we need to do something for sure we, we need we need leadership we mm-hmm. need leaders hey you know you're doing it brother we need people to get up mm-hmm. speak with confidence mm-hmm. and and inspire people to do the things that inspire them um, to create to be good to one another to spread the love I think we all want that we all know that that's possible we're biologically rewarded to be compassionate beings oxytocin serotonin dopamine mm-hmm. um, we don't like cortisol which causes stress <laughs> nobody likes <Nope>. that <laughs> um, and I think that's that's a powerful thing to really kind of biohack ourselves and understand that mm-hmm. we just want to be good to one another mm-hmm. and if there's only a way to align that offline thinking with online thinking mm-hmm. um, then we could really make a change mm-hmm. and I think that um, blockchain technologies really enable that marriage of offline altruistic democratic open-minded thinking mm-hmm. with a technological solution grounded in encrypted mathematics which i would argue is pure logic not the promise of illusion that the mm-hmm. federal reserve says or some corporation or some government right. but objective math and marry those two things together and i think you really have a recipe for for unification across across borders um, so we can help save this planet. This only the small blue dot <laughs> floating in this m- a massive abyss of nothingness we hardly understand. Like, right. let's stop messing it up, guys. You yeah, know? man. So, that anyways, I'm done with my preaching. <laughs> Lost no, Midas. Thank you. I'm going yeah. there, man. I went deep. No, I, man, I went you had there. to. You had to. And this was <laughs> no. I'm gonna say, well, this is awesome, man. This is a perfect platform for that. You know what I mean? We gotta spread the word, man. That's right. And I, I appreciate you coming on today to not only talk about the album and all that. I mean, you're an amazing, astounded producer, individual. I mean, just a human being in general, just an amazing human being. But for you to do something like this is is it's amazing, brother. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. I'm Real so time. grateful to be here, guys. Yes. Am, Thanks man. for having me. Third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till the next time. Always. Yeah, man. You're, yeah. you're, you're part of the circle, baby. That's right. Soul circle. All Soul day. Circle. Uh. With that, man, we want to thank my man, our special guest, Lost Mightys. Do hit him up. Uh, let them know where they can uh, hit you up on your website. Maybe that website again. And uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can hit me up uh, on, on, on the Insta, at, at Lost Mightys. Mm-hmm. Or on the Facebook at Los Midas. Mm-hmm. Um, my company is called Hello Segoy. That's H E L L O S U G O I. You can check us out at hellosegoy.com and on Twitter at hellosegoy. I'm sorry, does Segoy mean something? It does. It means amazing in Japanese. Ah, Segoy. Okay. So kind of hello amazing. Mm. And I think we know we're trying to 
Hello, amazing new world. You know, here's like the beginning that, of something like new and amazing. Look at that. Yeah. Check them out, man. Lost Midas. Thank you again, brother. Appreciate it. You bet. Great to be here. We're going to get back into it. We've got a few minutes here to show 184. Keep it locked. Baby 